You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment. The episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off, a two-handed Kirk punch to your nuts. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. Uh, my name is Alexia. And if you hear some munching, it's really my fault. Um, we Gummy bears bouncing, bouncing here and there and everywhere. everywhere. Um, <laughs> so, uh, high adventure, that's beyond compare. They, we are the gummy bears. <laughs> magic and mystery are part of their history, along with the secret of gummy berry juice. <laughs> I think it's really bad that I totally know that song. I know. Um, or that we both totally yeah. know that song, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, yeah, Mr. A was wise enough to take the gum away from uh, from Alexia, which she was chomping and chomping. It's like, oh, this is going to be awful, blah, blah, blah. She finally got it. And so and we then are, he gives me we're, we're already recording. I'm like, hey, <laughs> who, some gummy bears? who wants some gummy bears? <laughs> the minute I put it down, I was like, fuck. <laughs> what have I done? Um, nom, 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 nom. Um, but, Do I eat too loudly? Is that what it is? Um, nom, nom. <laughs> so today uh, we are talking. I love how you uh, say today. It always makes me laugh. Do you I know th- why? I think it's getting bigger too. Because it's think... never daytime. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like not ever. And I never release it at daytime. I always release them at like at two night. The yeah, like <laughs> like today. <laughs> Um, and I think it's gotten bigger. I think when we started, it was like, and today we're at, now I'm going, and today, and t- and today. But, is, but no, but you, you don't have enough of like a, a vocal range. Or I'm like, today. <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm going, I could do that. What? <laughs> today. <laughs> we are talking. Um, <laughs> Other about, than being ridiculous, we're actually going to talk about something. <laughs> uh, we are talking about um, a movie we have not seen yet. Um, but are going to be seen. Do you ever make them make out? I do that sometimes. Is that weird? Um, I I make them talk to me. So she's holding the gummy bears there, making me. I've made them have sex <laughs> in a movie. In a movie, as an actor, I've made gummy bears have sex with one another. It's on <laughs> camera. It's in the movie. It's me holding two gummy bears, going oh 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 oh. So of course it was violent sex because it's always with you. No no. No, it was sweet gummy love. (laughs) If I didn't want people to know that this episode was about Star Trek Into Darkness, I would actually call the the episode "Sweet Gummy Love." Sweet Gummy Love. Why don't you call it "Ooh, Ooh, Ooh"? You call it whatever it is that talks about the pre darkness or whatever, and then put in in parentheses subtitle subtitle, "Sweet Sweet Gummy gummy Love." Wow, I don't even want to talk about this. I don't know. Um, well, that's assuming that you're given us no, because they then then you're okay. assigning gender to the colors, and I feel like no, I'm, insi- I'm, ass- I'm assigning a, a sexual orientation. Well, to but but if but if, if you if you're giving them a sexual orientation, then they have gender. No. What do you mean? No. What the fuck do you mean? No. Well, I got it. Because only guys can be gay. 
No, but 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 if you they, you'd have to have two guys or two women for them to be gay, yes. Right. So you're assigning gender. No. There you are. Yes, you are. You're, you're, you're assigning a gender, even if the gender is not specified, to green. You're saying that the green is a gender. It's a gender. It's the green gender. And that green gender is, because it's not it's orientation. Yeah. Because like my red. See? Red with another red is not just that they're both oriented toward reds. Because like it, it's it's about First the fact all, that they're I, the same. I just asked a question. <laughs> Mine is re- this red one is like really tall. It's like tall red guy. Hey, if you're listening to us for the very first time, um, which I know some of you are, because I know what I do when a movie comes out is I go searching online. Uh, we 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 do this a little bit, but we do actually talk. We about do. I'm sorry. I'll be good. And our Star Trek conversations are really good um, and very crass. Um, so word to the wise, if you didn't listen to the little like like warning that we have before every episode. Um, yeah, we do that. But um, I do know that after I see movies, um, especially movies that I'm upset about, and I really hope I'm not upset about Star Trek Into Darkness, um, I always look up uh, what people have said or think about it, usually the reviews. And we will be posting a Star Trek Into Darkness review pretty quickly after the movie comes out. Yes. Um, uh, I did it for Die Hard 5 big time. I actually like just went onto iTunes and I went to the podcast section and I just searched Die Hard 5 because I wanted to hear how many other people thought it was a fucking piece of shit. And? And there, I, I've yet to hear a review where someone was like, no, it's good. Really? Everybody. Because I was recently reading because I, I, I watched like half of the host because it was so awful. And like... I then was intrigued to see what other people thought, much like you, right? So, yeah. like, I went to IMDb, I think, but there were people on there that were like, "Oh my gosh, don't listen to all the hate." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, can you really be this dumb?" Yeah. Like, it was so awful. It was. It's an insipid fan base. Yeah, the fan, I guess there's the, that. the Twilight fan. I mean, they they're used to watching and listening to crap. Um, I guess and enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> and enjoying it. <laughs> well, and let's be clear. Look, you you have defended Enterprise despite its crap. Hey, hey, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hey. Hey. I have defended hey. I have hey. <laughs> I have defended Voyager despite its crappiness because I you love Star Trek. I love true. Star Trek and yes, and I've true. and I've done it even kind of more But uh, I still th- no. Well even Here's more the, no, pronouncedly for the for the Star Wars prequels. I've done, I will say this, none of Yes, that's true of you for the Star for the well, Star Wars. Well, because when I because when I But even the Star Wars prequels, I will say, not as bad as the host. No, certainly. It's awful. But I but what I'm saying is that is that you know that, or let's say Dollhouse. Dollhouse is a tough one because I there, loved that show. But there are episodes of that show which suck, and there are episodes of Angel which suck. And there's, oh, well, there's definitely episodes of Angel. Which and suck. there's and there's an episode of Buffy that is. I mean, there are a few episodes that aren't good, but there's an episode that's terrible, and it's written by Joss Whedon. It's called Beer Bad. It's a terrible episode. Which one? Beer Bad, where Buffy just kind of gets drunk and everyone starts acting like cavemen. Oh um, yeah. And Joss wrote it. It's a Joss episode. Mm. And I'm like, no. It's, I remember when I watched it with Daniel Ross, like when it was done, he was like, that sucked. Uh, I was like, no, it didn't. Nuh-uh. No, 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 Joss wrote it. You're not getting it. You're not getting that. <laughs> oh, the- I remember. You said that shit to me for X-Men 3 or whatever. No, I didn't. I hate X3. No, X-Men 2. Whichever the one was where Joss wrote the one fucking line where she said, yeah. what happens when you electrocute a toad? Yeah. The same thing that happens to everything. Like it was the dumbest fucking line ever. And you're like, no. That's one of the 100 most cheesiest lines ever. No, you didn't get it. 
Like no, she no, should have no. delivered it better. No, they <laughs> they didn't get it. What was whatever? It? It's a bad line. I'm not saying it couldn't have been delivered better. It and, was and suppo- someone so else. It was but- supposed to be badass. It was supposed to be like the moment that they had that they have like a hundred times ever since Iron Man, where yeah, where no, something no. happens. There's a big explosion in the background. And the person just kind of walks away, all cool, right? Yeah, you know, uh-huh. and it was supposed to be you know Angela Bassett. Who should have been Storm? Who should have been Storm? Um, go, go on, like, and I like Halle Berry's Mac. She like, was like sitting there, storm. and she holds him, and she's like, she's like, you know what happens to a toad when he gets struck by lightning? And then kazam, boom! And she just turns around, with the smoke rising behind her. She goes, same thing to happen with everything else. Yeah, but so, it's not that great. Even then, it's I'm not sorry. that great, but it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's that's not, not a car enough. wreck. It's not a car wreck. It's a it's a line that's not that great that you go, huh? At, when yeah. there's such a buildup, though, you really got to deliver. Because we've been so conditioned at this point, mm-hmm. when when that shit goes down, like you're gonna, it's like build up, build up, build up. Now I'm gonna say something fucking cool. Like so, if you don't say something fucking cool, like it's, well, no, it's not but, okay. But let's keep in mind when X Men came out, like we had different expectations. Like when X Men came out, it was like the first superhero movie since uh, Spider Man wasn't even out yet. So it was the first one since like Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah, no, but it, and it was the shit. To be clear, even with the bad stuff. But I mean, you just have to think about what the, what the the threshold for like, what the movies were supposed to be. Like it, it's like cheesy lines were part of the, you know, we're trying to make it like comic booky. And I think that in general there was a there was a lack of knowing what to do. No, because there are great lines, you know, like when he's like. Wait, wait, wait. How do I know you are? That's Joss Whedon's other line. And that's a great one, but that's my point. Yeah. Right? That's a good one. The other one is not. So um, (laughs) let's talk real quick while we're talking about movies and comic book movies. Um, In particular. um, I can't spoil Iron Man 3 for you. No, please don't. Um, I do because I think I might see it tomorrow. I have spoiled it for you in as much as I've said that I didn't like it. And yeah, but I don't really put much faith in your opinion, so. Yeah, but you see, here's the thing, and I, I have to I have to admit this, is how I think I might have spoiled it for you is I might have liked it better had I not gone to see it with our friend Will. Um, because oh, Will is a particular, I know how When, Will when we walked out, Will Will was ripping it apart. Yeah. And he wasn't wrong. Right. But it was like, like, like I was, I was defending, I was like, no, it's good, I liked it, didn't you like it? I liked it. And he was like, what about this? What about this? And by the end, I was like, yeah, okay, right, fine. yeah. That's but right. Fuck, fuck that movie. <laughs> so Iron Man 3 for me is a, um, and I've listened to two podcasts about it. Yeah. One that glowed. Kevin Smith loved it. Thought it was amazing. Thought it was the best of the three. And then I listened to one where they, they felt the same way Will did. Like in, like across the board, one gave it a mild, mild recommend. Two of them said, don't waste your money. Wow. That's um, really harsh. I will say this. Um, and I've heard this across, across the board. Don't waste your money to see it in 3D because I've had more than one person say in the middle of the movie at the big 3D action moments, I took my glasses off. This movie's not in 3D. What? That, that, that there's, there are, the movie was not shot in 3D. The post-conversion is, is they so much don't want to make it bad post-conversion that now it's so mild that you can barely tell that anything's going on. So don't waste the money. I saw it in 2D. Visually, it was great. Um, it's edited. It's sort of hyper-edited. I don't know if you've seen like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, rings a bell, but Shane Black has a has a particular style. It's kind of frenetic. Um, and it's it's. I don't feel like I lost anything. I don't feel like there are any shots when I saw it where I was like, oh, if only I'd seen that. That would have been cool. Like when I first saw the Amazing Spider Man, I saw it in two D because I couldn't get a three D show, and I was like, oh, I wish I'd seen that. Would have been cool. There's nothing like that. Okay. 
you know, it's it's so if you want to save, I might actually heed you on it. This if you time. want, if you want to save ten bucks, because I'm just I love 3D. Like I'm just like a 3D lover. Now we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll transition from that to into darkness. Um, I have heard that the 3D in Into Darkness is fairly spectacular. I mean, from what I saw of it, it was yeah, great in the IMAX. In the IMAX that they preview, you know, I I the only so I read I've read some reviews. I have not. I know. I know. He does that shit. Well, here's the thing. I I I stopped after the movie came out. I haven't read like I've read like legitimate like you know magazine where they they're careful not to spoil anything. I will say this about Iron Man. Um, we all know at the end of every Marvel movie, there's a thing. There's yeah. a thing that you watch. And I watched. I said a review that said that said here's my review of Iron Man three and such and such, and we're going to do our very best to remain totally spoiler free. I was like, okay, I'll read this one for Iron Man 3. This is when I was psyched to go see it because um, I'm a big Marvel fan. And uh, and it said, and then in the end scene when blah, 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 blah happens. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Wow. Like, like, like I the end scene. Yeah, I know it's 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 stupid. Usually, usually most of the end scenes are just kind of like, here's a it's thing. It's just a little fun about. thing. Yeah, like it's but, not necessary. But the the surprise of that is the fun of that is what is that going to be? Yeah. And and I was so upset when I heard when like I was just reading the and the uh, of all things a fucking review that would start with the words we're not going to spoil this for you. This is a safe one. Yeah. This that's is a fucked safe up, man. That shit read. ain't right. And I was like, Re- really? 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 Like you say that at the beginning and then you come and then right out. you go out. and fucking do that shit. And I don't mind if people put spoilers in their reviews. I I I go to a site that often has spoilers in their reviews and they they have sort of a protocol where they go they go they they go begin spoilers and they have like four or five spaces and then you see a chunk of text and then four or five spaces and a big lo- big letters that says end spoilers. So I I read reviews on that site and if I don't want to be spoiled, they put all the spoiler stuff in that section. Right. Occasionally after that section, they'll say something about that section. It'll still be kind of spoilery, but I know I'm safe up to that section. And often they'll go, so if you don't want spo- spoilers, stop reading now, but you should or should not go see this film for this reason or that reason. Right. Now let's get into it. And I, I think that's awesome. I think that's fine. Yeah. You know, certainly when we do our Star Trek Into Darkness review, it's going to be spoiler filled. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's so, going to be chock full but, of it. But we're going to say it first. Yeah. Like we're going to go, you know, but I have heard. Um, I guess maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do like a the the like no without. Sp- can I finish? No. Can, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I, I'm just saying like maybe do a small like just. Do we think you should see it? Is it worth your time? You know, kind of thing. I and think. Then I think we're both the real be so deal. soon after. Like like let's, <laughs> knowing nothing about the film because I know nothing about the plot. Um, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Let's assume a main character dies. Where <laughs> are we going to be able to go? Are are you and I even going to be able to agree? On you're, you're going to be the minute you go, especially to our listeners. Yeah, you love that shit. To me, they're going to go. Oh no! Like, like <laughs> yeah, they'll know exactly yeah. what that means. <laughs> or, or if you if you walk out happy, then they'll know everybody's safe. Yeah, they'll know everybody's safe. So there, and there's no way we can do a spoiler free review. That's um, true. Um, the I I will I will tell you the I I know nothing about the plot. Know nothing about what happens. The only character I know who does return is Captain Lensflare. Um. So I've started to prep myself to go, okay, I know that Captain Lens Flare is going to be there. Captain Lens Flare is the is uh the other character who's always off screen shining flashlights into the lens. 
um, that J.J. Abrams has inserted into the crew of the Enterprise, you never hear him called Captain Lens Flare, but he's always there in every scene. He even made his way into Super 8 somehow, um, even in scenes that were underground where there were no lights. Um, <laughs> true. Watch it. When they go under the ground, no, no, I don't. there are no lights down there. And they yet. have a flashlight, but off camera, there's somehow a lens flare. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> um, it's magic. So I've... I prepped myself. Yeah, but it was, you know, it was overdone in the last. Uh, well, that's the thing. You know what? I, I, I wonder so much if, if now that's part of, you know, whether oh, like, that's part of the look that like, like, he has like, to keep like, it. This is the Star Trek aesthetic. We're going to have lens flares here. Maybe now he's deliberately putting them in Star Trek because he knows he won't be putting them in Star Wars. The minute I see a lens flare in Star Wars, I'm going to be pretty pissed. But I think if he decides this is the Star Trek look. And then he, if he doesn't do that in Star Wars, I'll be like, okay, there you go. That There you go. He is not dependent on lens flares to create the sensation of, of visual action. He's, he, he has chosen that for this. And maybe, he, I mean, he's got to, especially when they were cutting it together, because when they were adding the effects and cutting it together, he knew he was doing Star Wars. Um, not when he was shooting it, but when they were cutting it together, he knew he was doing Star Wars. And I got to wonder if... In cutting it together and adding this, this and that here and there, if he's going, I know the look that I'm going to go for for in Star Wars, and I, knowing that that sci-fi fans forever will be looking at the J.J. Abrams era of sci-fi, you know what I mean? That's I mean that that they're going to re- reference the two Star Trek movies that he did and the Star Wars movie he did as like here's J.J. Abrams' big giant fucking footprint on sci-fi. Um, I think maybe he will, I mean, I would as a director go like, I don't, I want to show that I am not just this one trick pony. And I've heard that what they say about lens flares, I'm going to make it look like, you know what I mean? I'm going to make it look like it's a choice for this and not for that. So, but I've heard that the 3d is great. I've heard that like, and it's a post conversion. It wasn't shot in 3d. Really? You know, so is the Avengers though. Avengers. And that was great. I love it. Yeah. That. It's, I mean, they know how to do 3d now. Um, from what I understand, it, it was a post-conversion, but he shot with 3D in mind, which is the same thing they did with The Amazing Spider-Man. It was a 3D conversion, but they they um, storyboarded as if it was going to be in 3D. So mm-hmm. it would utilize the 3D in the shots they chose, but then they post-converted, if that makes sense. Um, why don't they just shoot? Yeah, why not just shoot it in 3D at that because point? Because it becomes really... Co- shooting with one camera is a complicated thing. Getting the shots you need with a single camera, but with you know when you're doing 3D like getting you know getting the effect that you want um in terms of of or knowing that you got it right I, well no it's just it's it's a different it's a different thing you like you can't just watch a monitor you have to be watching the entire shot in 3D as you're shooting it the shot has to completely be done in 3D and yet you're you are shooting something that's going to end up on DVD mm-hmm. so like it's you know i Yeah but you know what it's it's <laughs> Um, Spider-Man. It's so simple, I figured it out. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man had great 3D, though, and so did I the Avengers. Um, it was a terrible movie, but it had good 3D. What? I don't know about a terrible movie, it was, it, but it, it wasn't. It was, it was unnecessary. It wasn't good enough to really. It didn't bring anything new to the table oh, to I, make any reason for why they needed to do it. Except it, that it was a good movie. Whatever. It was. It was a decent movie. It yeah. wasn't a good movie. I liked it as much as the original Spider-Man. I didn't. Right. And it didn't need to be made because the original Spider-Man is still good. It's still good. Like, why do we need another one? Why? 
Why? So Sony can hold the rights. That's the only yeah, reason. Yeah, sure. Except that it was enjoyable. No. It, it, was, it like, was fine. I But there were times I when I was... I liked Gwen Stacy. I thought that was pretty different. I liked the... I thought Aunt May was way different. I thought that relationship was different. I thought Andrew Garfield's take on him. I could have done without the skateboarding scene, but I thought the rest of it was was interesting and 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 fun and i i thought that the i thought that the web swinging was way better i thought like the action was better i believed him as spider-man more than i ever believed toby as spider-man i believe no i believe toby as um peter Peter Parker. parker but once the suit was on the wise cracking it never worked for toby toby's wise cracking always seemed forced and if you've ever read spider-man that's what he does is he's constantly wisecracking and cracking wise. Thank you. Um, this is uh, Mr. A from the twenties. Cracking wise. Yeah. See, I mean, for goodness sake, you're wearing a fedora. Um, that's cause he's, although, hit, although it's, it's more of a, like a Benny and June hat. It is. Um, I don't know what you call this thing. A Benny and June hat. Actually, Benny no, 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 because no, no, a Benny and June hat is a circle. Yeah. It's a, it's a perfect it's, circle. Yeah. That's the Benny and June hat. Right. It's still cool. I like the look on you. Um, you're so hot. Um, so <laughs> don't make it weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. No, it's good, guy. It's good. Um, I, I mean, I really, you didn't. I'm like, yes, I agree. There was some of it that was unnecessary that they wanted to craft their own. You, I will say this: seventy percent of it was unnecessary. Yeah, I'd and say. The villain was awful. Bad I love l- that actor, though. I, I love Riz, um, Rizafan. Is that his name? Yeah, Rizafan. I thought he was I really. Love him, I, I actually, but... the villain was good, except when he was the lizard. Um, well. but, but I thought, I thought, uh, Andrew, movie for children. I thought Andrew Garfield did a great job though. I thought he was fine. I thought he was I, fine. I don't know about a great job. And I, and I, I didn't, that, I didn't like, if you were to place him next to Tobey Maguire, like I wouldn't go, he is so much better. It was like, they're pretty different. much same. I thought, same. They, I thought they were different. I thought they I'm not saying that they were, it. that they were actually the exact same character. I'm saying how I felt about them. Was pretty much same same. Well, I think like I, I didn't love one of them more than the other. No, like, I really like, like I really like serialized storytelling. I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like Lost, I Buffy. I, I like I like stories that play out over a long time. Um, there are a lot of people who complain that the movie didn't have didn't wrap up. That like there were other things that were like sort of a t- to be continued of the film. I dig that. Like I I think I would have really enjoyed. Yeah, because you're stupid. I. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? Eat a bag of dicks. <gasps> Ooh, a whole bag. <laughs> I do like dick. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, in that in that case, eat a bag of jalapenos. Oh. See, I know you hate jalapenos. No, so. I don't hate jalapenos. What? Sorry. No. Vagina kit. A whole bag of vag. You want me to eat a whole bag of vag? How do you even do that? I don't know. Um. um <laughs> whole bag of it. <laughs> oh, I was looking for Mother's Day gifts the other day, and and I. I love that. That's the best segue ever. I say bag no. of vag, and you're like, so for Mother's Day, this is what I got. No, no, no. I was. This is not what I got. But when I, when I oh, hold on. When I when I was when I was looking, I don't know why this was. I went on Amazon. I searched Mother's Day gifts. And I don't know how, why this was included. There was a bag of vag. No, almost. Um, it was. It was. It was called. It was called the Go Girl. Um, and it was. Um, oh, it was not. It was. It was. It was. No. It no. Was, it, was, it was something you put over. Yeah. Over the the vag, so you can pee. With a little funnel coming out, so that so you, you can, can be, be standing, standing up, up like a dude. Yeah, it was called the Go Girl. 
You go, girl. I know. <laughs> I want one of these. That's awesome. Yeah, but I, who gives that to their mother, though? Yeah, no, that's weird. It's like, but that's it was, really weird. Unless, you, unless your mom is like the coolest bitch ever. Like, my mom's pretty cool, but not, but not that cool. Like, you can't give her that. Go, girl. That would be like, fuck yeah, this is a great gift. Like any mom, I feel like you give that to and give you the look like. My mom would love that shit. So what do you like? <laughs> like, so what do you hope for? Like with this film? Like what? What do you want? Let Let's start. So so yeah, into Star Trek Into Darkness. What do you hope? It's more about what I hope not for. All right. Yeah. Sure. Go. Go for it. Because I I feel like from the the preview that I saw. Um, which I won't go into, but I feel like no, no, you go. You can go into it. it's it if it's been released and it's been out there for a long time. Okay, from from the nine minute preview that I saw with the Hobbit, he says the fucking line, you know that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Measure the hands. So like I I feel like the setup here that that they're setting up that moment now to kill him in the movie, and that is absolutely unacceptable. To me. So here, let's do this. Um. So I'm I'm gonna declare, which is interesting that I say that considering well, let's, that let's, I love before we Wrath say, of before, Khan. before we say anything else, let's say um, we're not we're we're going to spoil things that we've seen in the in the previews, and if you're the kind of person who will then be able to take what we say and sort of extrapolate what we said and then be able to figure like okay, so major spoilers for Fight Club. When I saw Fight Club, major spoilers for Fight Club. If you haven't seen it, skip ahead 30 seconds. When I first saw Fight Club, I didn't want to see it because it looked like a movie about guys who just fought each other. I was like, well, I don't want to see that shit. It looks stupid. And someone goes, no, it's like The Sixth Sense. Yeah. So the first time that I saw Brad Pitt flash on the screen and flash off, and the minute I thought there was any weirdness, I was like, oh, fuck, they're the same person. Yeah. Like, I got it. I got it way earlier than I was supposed to because yeah. some douchebag said to me, it's like The Sixth Sense. So the discussion we have right now um, for any of you listening, we may indicate things to you, like you just said, the thing, yeah. the tr- you know, we may indicate things to you that you hadn't thought of before. Maybe you're not that familiar with with uh, the original series movies. Maybe you were just a next gen person, so you didn't really ever see Wrath of Khan, or but who knows? Yeah. So perhaps we may indicate to you. So if you want to absolutely stay completely away from spoilers or from us indicating to you what our thoughts are, maybe you. Sh- should not have yeah i mean we, we that, it's in the we're talking about the movie so you know there you go um <laughs> go see the movie go see the even if it sucks go give them your money so they make more <laughs> don't do that though no don't do that no do that because if this movie does really well they might give us a series i know but listen like hear hear me out right here's the thing sorry they're making a shield tv show Joss Whedon wrote and directed the first episode, mm-hmm. the, and it's being executive produced by uh, Jed Whedon. Okay. So. Yeah. Very cool. So I hope they would do that. I get, no, I do too. What I'm saying is what I'm concerned about is that they, like, a whole bunch of people spent a whole bunch of money on the Twilight movies, and that's why they did the host, and it's crap. Because instead of making the movie the way it should have been made, they were trying to cash in on this Hollywood thing. What, and I based don't on want a different that. book? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, 
My point being is I don't like the like like hearing a phrase like give money to it even if it's bad like just breaks my heart a little bit because there are so many movies out there that are really good that don't get money and that don't get made and it sets a precedence if you throw your money at the bad shit then Hollywood will continue to pump out bad shit because they don't actually learn anything they're really stupid in my experience that they don't go oh they like this brand so much that they're willing to suffer it in the hopes that we'll do this. Like, they don't think that far ahead. And, they and, go, oh, they liked that crap. Let's do that crap again. And granted, that's what they did with, that's what caused all the franchise burnout with Star Trek, is that that by the time, you know, Voyager wasn't very good, Enterprise wasn't very good, Insurrection wasn't very good, Nemesis very, wasn't very good. You see the section of time, you know, between, let's say, you know, 1994, first, ca- first contact notwithstanding, the minute they started Voyager... Rick Berman and stuff, they weren't even working on DS9 anymore. They just handed DS9 over to Era Stephen Bear and said, go do it. So the people in charge of Star Trek made sort of the series of crap with the exception of First Contact, which was exceptionally good, and the last half of DS9, which was not being run by the Rick Berman. And it was just sort of like, we can do this again. We can just put it on another ship and kind of do it. So it's, it was the failure of Star Trek that made J.J. think about doing it a different way. And that kind of worked for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm just saying, I always feel like this this franchise is on the bubble. I always feel like this franchise is ready to go away. Uh, like I, I always feel like 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 they're gonna take it away from us again. <laughs> yeah, like I, so even if it's bad, you know, like like please, I like for me, <laughs> like like I disagree. I disagree with Alexia about this franchise and this franchise only. Like if Star Wars, if Star Wars Episode Seven is shitty, is like really shitty, then then you don't have to go see it. You know, like (laughs) like you don't have to go see that one. Um, Justin will not seek you you, out and make you. You know why? Because it will do well anyway. It's called Star Wars. Look at Episode Two. Episode Three was really good, right? Episode Three was it was. was, I thought it was really good. It wasn't really good, but it wasn't as bad as the first two. But we'll get. But 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 here's. Uh, here's the, here's the thing, but but episode three made more money than episode two did, based because people just went to go see it. Everybody hated episode two. Everybody hated it, and yet everyone went to go see episode three because it's Star Wars. People keep going to Star Wars, so I'm not scared for that franchise. They just, <laughs> Disney just spent four billion dollars on it. They're going to try. They're going to try different stuff. I but, just want to hear. I just want to hear Harrison Ford say the Murtaugh line. What's that? <laughs> I just want to hear Hazel is too old for this shit. I'm mean, too old for this shit. Listen, look, listen, you gotta, look, you gotta go fight, go fight some more Seth. I know you're pretty old, look, but you gotta, you know, I'm gonna stay. Uh, wow, that's uh, a very uh, interesting uh, Hazel uh, you're doing over there. Harrison Ford does all everything all the time, except in the Ender Ga- Ender's Game preview, which looks amazing. I haven't watched the preview yet, but I know that there's the coming out. <laughs> you haven't read the book? We 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 got it, but we haven't oh. we haven't read it. Oh. Yet. Oh, oh. oh. so worry. hot! I love you on this game. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I, I just want to lick you. you. I want to so lick hot. all of um, it. <laughs> so okay. So now we've. I think we've had a giant disclaimer and a bunch of time after that disclaimer. So spoilers in terms of what we think might happen. I think that you're witnessing. I think that 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 it's a red herring. I th- I think someone's going to die. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's fuck, fuck that shit. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. But it's not going to be Spock. I don't care. I don't care who it is. Fuck that shit. Unless they can come back from the dead, nobody can die. That's the rule. Here's I just the thing. It now. <laughs> I think it's going to be Uhura. Oh, well, that will really piss me off. I think it's going like, to be Like, I'm not much of a feminist, that really but that'll really piss me off because it's like, we're going to kill off the bitch. Except that the reason I think it's Uhura specifically is that- Because everything's pointing at Spock. Everything's pointing at Spock. And that it's going to be someone sacrifices themselves for Spock. And I think she's the one who's most likely to do it. She's also the most expensive member of the cast with the exception of Chris Pine. Um, and, uh, and oh, so you're thinking like in terms of and, like behind the scenes. And, and they've and they've introduced uh, another female. Character yeah. And they've introduced in- Carol Marcus. So like like. You're just such a. It's a it's a it's a <laughs> it's a character we already know. It's a character we know from the original series. Film. And we don't know Uhura. Come on. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that is that it seems like we might be like introducing the the the, the female replacement. Yeah. It's an interesting speculation. I, that is an interesting I speculation. I won't be okay with that. That will piss me off. Well, all right. So who? So so let's see who we kill and who we don't. We we don't kill anybody. All right, but let's say if they do, let's say no. Let, okay. All Take your headphones off. All right, yeah. Your so, fingers in your ears. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's, <laughs> la 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 la. I'm not listening. It's like F. Mary la, Kill. La, it's la, F. La. Mary Kill. I'm. I am. I am sitting down with. I, I'm. I am sitting down as as the screenwriter. And J.J. Abrams says to me, "I kill fe- somebody. I feel like someone has to die. Of course, because that's what people like you think. Okay, so what? Fucking killing people. Who does it end up being, though? I mean, that's the question. So, so let's start off. Is any way that it's Kirk? No chance. That's, of that's that kills the story. If they kills if they kill Kirk or Spock, the next film they have to bring it back, bring him back. And I feel like since that's already been done in Search for Spock, that I feel like they don't. Yeah, that, yeah, Rathacon and Search for Spock. I don't think that J.J. Abrams wants to tell that story again where Spock dies and then Spock returns or where Kirk dies and then Kirk returns. And to be honest, I don't think that he wants to do a Star Trek movie, uh, uh, his Star Trek 3, which is 90 minutes without Kirk. Like, I don't think like it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to do that. Um, and I don't think he wants to do that with Spock either because I feel like like I don't think that the current audience is as invested in Spock. And I don't think Zachary Quinto, to be honest, is begging to get out. They killed Spock because Nimoy was like, well, I will only fucking do the movie if Spock dies. So I think that that's why they killed Spock in Wrath of Khan because he's like, it's the only way I'm doing the movie. Uh, and, and then they went back and reshot all the remember without him. Like, like, how it, did they do that? Um, They he, they had him. It was weird. They 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 had a different actor's hand. Like it's it's. Like from what I understand, it's it's really. I think I I'm not 100 percent sure of the story. I know he was surprised by it, or no, he did the remember part, but he he did not know they were going to do the whole thing with the coffin on the ground at the end of Wrath of Khan, indicating Spock might be alive. Right. Yeah, it was a surprise to him because his contract said that they would only do it. He would only because his it. contract was pretty yeah. specific. So I and I don't think Quinto's begging to get out. He's not like he's doing a ton, you know. And if Chris Pine. Probably American Horror Story. Mean? Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, he's not going to turn on Star Trek dollars for that. No. Um. So and he can do both clearly. Yeah. So Zoe Zaldana has a lot going on, and it's hard for them to get a lot of people to get that, like to get the cast together. Is what took so long? Is that it's just like these people are fucking busy. Chris Pine is that Chris Pine's Jack Ryan now. He's just he just they're doing a new. Uh, they're doing yeah, no, no, the new uh, like clear and present danger, yeah. but yeah, but he's the new Jack Ryan, so he's got another franchise along with other things that he's shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
Zoe Saldana has a ton going on and they've got a new hot chick and she could be replaced. The only thing is she is the only person of color in the, in the whole cast. Yeah. And I sort of feel like, like they don't want to do that unless, I, I unless they introduce. They, like they, they wouldn't want to do that, but that doesn't, wouldn't, I mean, like if they did that, if they, if they did that, I guarantee you'd find, uh, oh, an be from it, you'd find an African American in the next movie. Like they, they would make a point in such a multinational cast that that was the point. They'd, but if it's not her, Simon Pegg is hard to get, but I feel like he's such a part of the chemistry of this crew. I feel we haven't really seen them. Working we, yeah, together, we haven't right? seen them working together yet that much. No, what I mean, though. All right, let me rephrase. He's such a part of the chemistry of the script. Like like in in Monsters, I don't take Daniel Ross away from the ninjas thing. I need someone there to to be funny guy. Yeah, to, to I be see like what you mean. such and yeah. such happens, and then to break the tension. Yeah, I like the ship. You know, that's like I like this. Exciting. Yeah, so I I don't think you take him because he serves a function. Sure. So okay, if you, you could want, take Sulu, and you could take Chekhov, and che- you could take Chekhov. Chekhov would be actually if you wanted to do tragedy. Chekhov because he's so young. Yeah, he's so young. Just killed Chekhov and Sulu. Heartless. <laughs> I don't think you kill Sulu because I think the I think George Takei I think he like I think that even though it's not George Takei playing even though it's John Cho everybody knows it's George Takei and I feel like like, like killing Sulu would be like, like killing George Takei nobody's gonna get really pissed if you kill Chekhov Chekhov wasn't even in all of the original series yeah um, and he didn't do that much. would be the worst that would be of the blows to to the cast. That would be the most survivable. The most survivable, probably. And and if you kill Chekhov, if you amp, I mean, if I'm starting to watch the movie and they're really ramping up his character and playing off his like aspirations, like then they're I, totally killing him. Yeah, if I hear yep. that, I mean, like, and that's why I said stop listening because because yeah. because I we, I watch a lot of movies. We both watch, yeah. watch watch a lot of movies. Like that was how I knew. You know what I mean? Like I like watching Avengers. I'm like waiting. Oh, who's spoiler! It's gonna die. You know? Spoiler I mean? on Avengers. Okay, go ahead. Like who's gonna die? Oh, I think it's gonna be. You know what I mean? Like, now, but that's you, what you do because I know you, Joss. Now, if you if you read the news though, um, Joss, who is writing and directing the first episode set episode of Shield, guess who's the main character on Shield? <gasps> that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's he's he. Lived. So it's in the past. He no no he lived. You mean he lived? He lived. How did he live? Nick Fury is is, is a liar. He's a Are liar. Are you kidding? He, he, even even that. in even in Avengers, he yeah. said I was lying. So they were they managed. No, he said he was lying about the the cards. About the cards, you made the assumption that that's what he was lying about. Yeah, he said. Josh says that they deal with it. They 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 deal. He's back and they deal with it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So he's not in every episode. He is such a cake and eat it too, motherfucker. (laughs) Um, I am okay with that though, right? Like I just. It's the part where they're dead and they stay dead that I'm not okay with. That's why, spoilers for Lost, it's why I didn't mind that last season of Lost so much because it was like, I do like it when they kill everybody, but I also like it when everybody lives. I would say Chekhov or, or Uhura just because- you I don't think Uhura because they think, A, she's female and- We have and a new female. I don't give a shit. We don't know who she there is. There aren't that many females and there aren't that many people like- Well, uh, we do know who she is. There aren't that many ethnicities. I'm saying like when you do something like that, like that's why I say like I'm not much of a feminist, but if you kill her, I'm going to be like, oh, that's right. That's she's the badass girl. Yeah, that's right. Kill the girl. Like that's that's what we do. Right. Because it's a boy's show. Yeah. Like, but you know what? But, but you know what I mean? Is, we're going to have a new girl. And, and I don't give a shit. 
But if she goes out, if she goes out in a Joss way, then I understand. I understand you feeling that. I understand like if she's standing there and she goes out like spoilers for Buffy. One, two, three. Spoilers for Buffy. If she goes out like Tara on Buffy, then I then I get you feeling that way. If on the other hand, like Spock, it's this grand sacrifice. Spock, Spock's I about still to die. Feel like I still feel like. It's like what you could only have one woman on the ship at the, on the ship at a time. Like that would irritate me. Yeah, but if it's but if it's like I would feel better. Here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing the about is, this the, as 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 being sure. this resurrection of this of the original series, right? Like I feel like part of what they can do now is take advantage of the fact that we're not in the fucking sixties anymore, right? So like having you know an African American woman in this thing isn't. Necess- it's not like this huge thing that we have to fight for like that's totally appropriate and like so fucking people that shit with women and African Americans and and other ethnicities like utilize the fact that we aren't hamstringed by the shit that we were back then by networks that, by networks that, that were afraid to take chances well, and I hear the thing I don't, know? I don't know if Tyler Perry is in this one but they did make the head of Starfleet African American Tyler Perry was the head of Starfleet in the last movie. In is that movie. who that was? It was yes. Tyler Perry. Yeah, it was, it was Medea. I, I'm not that familiar with... I mean, I've, yeah. I've seen the name, yeah. but like, I don't know like Tyler Perry. Like, so, so, I mean, I, again, the reason I think that... One, because Zoe Saldana is expensive. Two, because of the three most expensive people, she is the least necessary for the script. And three, because a lot of this has been... Spock's journey, a lot of it is Kirk's journey is is I am I'm too brash and it comes back to bite me in the ass. That's Kirk's journey. Spock's journey is I can't show emotion and I'm being tortured. That's that was his journey in the first in the mm-hmm. first movie. Just like I'm logical so much, so it's just like bombard him. So if you want the if you want Spock to lose it emotionally, you do that and then that becomes compelling. If you want it to be That's that. What we didn't but that's what they did in the last one. We don't need that yeah, shit. Yeah, but again. if he unleashes it this time, if if like if that's how he beats this new villain by like suddenly you get a scene of Spock just by going, hulking out. Yeah, the, yeah, by hulking <laughs> out, and then he's there, and and you know, I mean, it's look, I I know that it will upset. You know what I thought? You know what I find very interesting? Yeah, because we've we've been talking this entire time about who goes, uh huh, and not once has either one of us mentioned Bones. We can't do that. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that. I mean, you can't. You can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's I mean, what's so interesting. Like, it. It's not even a possibility. Oh, except that Carl Urban is also pretty expensive, and they didn't have that much for him to do in the last movie once he was on the ship. That doesn't he, mean they won't. Kind of disappeared. That doesn't mean and, they won't now, though. Yeah, but here's the thing, um, Doctor Carol Marcus, mm-hmm. in her blue, mm-hmm. who. I'm going to tell you right now. Fucking. If they kill Bones, I might do something really like I'm here. I'm really just like on the record what? saying I might do something horrible. And what, what, what are you going <laughs> to. Here's the thing. If they kill Bones, are you going to boycott the new the new track? Are you going to be done with it? Like when the Star Trek three comes out, will you not go? I might. Bullshit. Come on. All bullshit. You, you can't. The search for Spock. That's because it was the search for Spock, so I knew he was coming back. But so if, if the third one comes out and it's the search for fucking Bones, then I'd watch it. Shy of that, someone would have to tell me they brought him back to life. Oh my gosh, no! It's it, this is not this is not 
the old Leonard McCoy. This is. This I don't is, give a shit. He's channeling him. It yeah. is not okay to kill him. It is absolutely, unequivocally not okay. Uh, it now you've made me really scared, actually, because it like totally off the radar, right? Yeah, well, here's, like here's, no, here's, like neither one of us even brought it up, and then it occurred to me, I'm like, what about bones? And now that we think about it, if it's 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 Carol Marcus, right? Yeah, like, Carol Marcus, the the essentially the closest thing Kirk ever had to a wife, mm-hmm. you know, um, someone who in the next film makes it so there are two women instead of just one woman mm-hmm. on board, someone who is a doctor, mm-hmm. someone who is also Kirk's confidant. Like, it oh, breaks. No. It breaks the Trinity. The thing is, you need the Holy Trinity. That's why they had to bring Spock back. Because you can't... It, it doesn't function. She's that's, not... She's, that's she's, the fucking Spock, magic! Spock is not... No, but here's the thing. Bones is not part of the Holy Trinity of this film. The Holy Trinity of these films are Kirk, Spock, and Uhura. They're, they're the ones. Bones has almost nothing with Spock in the last Star Trek film. Almost nothing. Has one interchange. One interchange. That's it. It's it's like he may be challenging him, but the energy of these films does not need him. That's he's, bullshit. He's good. That's bullcocky. You he, as a fan need him. You as a fan. He is he, required. He is needed. Because I my expectation. You hate Chekhov so much. <laughs> yes, that's this is all about hate fuck for Chekhov. Chekhov. Yeah, that's what it comes to. Just that's really Chekhov. what it comes down to is fuck Chekhov. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is is like the reason I'm like part of what I'm really excited for in this one is for it to not be the Spock, Uhura, and and Kirk show for for us to see that gelling of those three as the Holy Trinity, like to see Bones, Spock, and Kirk hit their stride and be. You know what I mean? Like, cause that was the thing. They were the in, and then, and then, but like having these stronger characters now, like Ahura is a stronger character than she was back in the sure. day. So, and Sulu also a stronger character than he was back There's in the day. There's not room for eight people to be strong characters in a giant action. But, movie. but, th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, when you have the Holy Trinity, you have the three, and then you have, instead of having everybody else be kind of like, kind of there, but like not really, like it's a stronger supporting cast, is what I'm saying. Like, and then all the other peons are really Dude, not necessary. You know what? It's, I guarantee you're not getting that in this film. I guarantee you. Well, that's going to irritate me because that's what I want. Zoe Zaldana is going to be is is it's she's it, all over it. She's she's going to be Spock. It's her and Spock, and then Carol Marcus is going to be the one with Kirk, the whole time. Well, then I'm irritated because that's not what I wanted. That's not how I wanted this yeah. to go down. Like that was what I that's that was to me that's the magic of the original series was those three. Was was that connection? But this is not this. Let's be clear. This new Star Trek franchise. This is not the magic of the original series. There's nothing about the magic of the original series that is what makes this magic. This is magic. I love this new Star Trek. I love it. But it's it's different. It's different than the original series. It's a totally different energy. It's a it's it's doing and saying and being something very different than the original than any of the tracks up to this point have been. It is. It is as different from the tracks that have come before that the, the next gen was from the original series. It is its own thing. I oh boy, fuck. Thing is, is I feel the same as you. I will if I walk out of the movie being okay with it. I mean, it, I I can be here's the thing. I can be upset that something happens and still be okay with a movie. 
I can go. Mm-hmm. The, I can go. I was engaged. I was into it. I mean, it's, I can too. You know. You know what they need to do? They can kill whoever they want, no matter how tragic it is. As long as Chris Pine at the end goes, "Oh, all the souls I've ever known, here's the most human." And then, for absolutely no reason, three three minutes later, smile and go. I feel young. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking dig it. Like yeah. Sure. Yeah. So well, I'm glad that there's something out there th- that will make everything. There is a, there is another character. I don't know if Nimoy shows up in this film. He doesn't need to show up. In what this if film. they killed him? Mm, kill what if spot. what if like when it starts? What if he's like advising? We see that that Benedict Cumberbatch attacks like a council of people. Like he's in this shuttlecraft outside, blowing away you know windows and stuff. What if Spock's in that room? We haven't seen him, but what if that's the big surprise? Is what if that is the the motivator for Spock to go do it? You know, yeah, <laughs> that would be weird. He might actually see a certain logic to it. <laughs> I go, well, yeah. there can only be one of me in any, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I don't care if they upset me as long as, here's what I don't want. Let me tell you what I don't want. I don't want to walk out of that movie, cr- that movie theater crying. I don't want to be upset. I want to, I don't want to feel like I've had the gut, my guts punched. They can punch me in the gut. They can hurt me. They can kill someone, but they better not do it like in the last 15 minutes. They better not do it and then gloss over it like at the end. It better happens better happen somewhere about the one hour, one hour and 20 minute mark. It's like a two hour and 15 minute movie and give me time to get back into it being to to deal with a lot. They did it well with Vulcan last time when they destroyed Vulcan. It was a severe event for me. Yeah, I was. I was winded by that. I was like, yeah. holy shit, things can never, ever be the same. When I go, they destroyed the Star Trek universe. That event is the event that I go, this is, my Star Trek universe is gone. It will never be the same. It's not just like one ship was destroyed. Curse got a slightly different history. Everything unfolds differently now. Yeah. Everything has changed. Yeah, the political gravitas of yeah. Vulcan is gone. And, and what changes Earth, what changes the Federation, what changes everything. Yeah. And, but they... They gave it a good 10 minutes of just fucking dealing. Spock's about to cry. All the Vulcans are on there. You know, they deal with it. But by the end, somehow or another, they edge me back to the point where I'm laughing again, where Kirk is hitting him on the on the shoulder. If whoever they kill, if they kill someone, somehow I want my words to resonate back in time to J.J. Abrams and the editor's minds. If you have <laughs> decided to kill someone, put it about the same point as Vulcan. Give us time to deal and let us have fun for the rest of the film. Don't have us walking out feeling grim. Don't pull a fucking dark night on us. Like, give us time to get back into the fun because that's my big fear. My big fear, even more than are they going to kill this person, is that, is that they will t- take it somewhere from which it cannot be well, that's the thing, though. I don't want to walk out of the film. I don't want this to be The Empire Strikes Back. That's what I don't want. I don't want to walk out of this film film feeling like everything's hopeless. Because, like, Star Trek, even at its darkest, even when Spock dies, even when main characters die everywhere, the whole point is bad shit happens all the time. you got to maintain your optimism. That's what Star Trek is. It's never things are great. Things are never great on Star Trek. People, it's always kind of like no matter how bad shit gets, we are advanced enough that we deal with the grief and maintain our optimism. That's like the defining human characteristic in Star Trek. And I hope that they don't make it so that it's the end of the movie and everybody's just crying and crying and crying. I I would be bummed if that's how the movie ended. 
Yeah, yeah, I would be as well. Even I, I, I think they should just not kill anybody. That's what I think. Well, here's the thing. I hope here's my big. I hope that Into Darkness is the it's the razor's edge. I hope they really, really make it seem like they're really gonna kill someone and kill no one, and then they don't. I that feel, I'd be that I'd be fucking down with every day of the week. Here's the thing. <laughs> they they did it. Yes, they spoilers for Serenity. Spoilers for Serenity. They did kill Wash. But then they used that death to make you think for the last 20 minutes they could kill anybody and everybody for the rest of the movie. And they really made you think that everybody died. Like everybody has a moment. Simon gets shot in the stomach. All of a sudden, you're like, I got to stay with you. You think that River's dead. You know, you know, Zoe gets slashed on the back. Kaylee gets poison darts. Everybody has this moment like, fuck, they're dead. And now they're dead too. And and yet everybody lives. So if they can somehow walk that line. Okay. There you go. Um, so <laughs> you guys didn't hear this, but my computer just told me that a database. Oh, they didn't updated. hear that because I heard that loud and clear. I was like, that's like the best thing ever. So listen, um, we're going to continue this conversation next week. Um, if you want to be there to hear us continue this conversation, you need to go to the uh, go to the uh, Trek off Facebook and you need to go there um Around Monday or Tuesday, find out exactly. In fact, go by by Monday uh, before. So we're recording this on the tenth. Um, by like two days from now, we'll have on the up on the Facebook where you can see us uh, and watch us see the film. We're going to be shooting a little bit of us having conversation before the film, and then we're going to have a conversation after the film, and then I'm going to try the very next day to post that conversation, both the one before and after the film in its entirety. And we're going to be shooting it, so portions of that conversation will be included in in uh, in Check Trek off the motion picture. Uh, so that's but the entire conversation I'm going to try and post the very next day, so that on opening day, the minute most people can get out, like I might even try that night, like like to do it and to and to get it out there for the world. So um, <sighs> nervous. Like, now you've got me really fucking nervous and, and worried. And I was already kind of worried. And now yeah. I'm like more worried. And I'm I wish really- we had time. I mean, it's I wish we had time to like make this a double episode, but we kind of don't because um, because there's so much more to talk about. I know. I'm really excited. Uh, uh, Cumberbatch is Cumberbatch. I don't know how we come back. But let's just call him Benedict. 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 I freaking love him. Benedict's performance looks great. Uh, oh, he's going to be awesome. I've heard the 3D is great. Visually, everything I've heard is that it is stunning. The nine minutes that I saw was amazing. W- was just, it looks over the top, incredible. Um, and it had bones in it. I hope, I hope that, I hope that whatever happens, if someone lives, someone dies, whatever, I hope that the film moves me maybe even a little more than the last one did. Um, I don't think that's possible for me. Really? I'm going to be honest. Because it was the return of your original series. Which yeah, because for me, it was too much. Like, I cried. Yeah. I, I watched it back to back when it came out. Literally. You, like, just went to the next show? Yes. Like, he got up, and this is why I'm married to him. Like, he looked at me, and he was like, stay and watch the next one. I was like... <laughs> and like he went and got the tickets and I sat there but like I'm saying like I'm so I was so ridiculous like that first time that like when they showed so the a, ship I started crying she's tearing you know? up right now guys I, I know her. because it's well, really a, emotional so for me so here's a question for us uh, let's d- talk on mic because we're going to talk off mic about it so let's say do we go see because there are certain places that have 9 o'clock shows on the Wednesday night 9pm I think so 
and midnight shows. I can't do a 9 p.m. Oh. What if you developed whooping cough? No, I have like... I have <gasps> you have the chippy chippies! Chips. You have the chips! Okay, so where I work... Yeah? On certain days of the week, when you make... Yes. So where I work, uh, which is Front Point Security... No, this doesn't work. No, go send it back. Okay, why send not? It, send it back. No, send it back. Oh. oh. All right, now go ahead and talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Mr. A anymore. Okay. All right. Anywho... When I on certain days of the week, a couple days of, of the month, what'll happen is every time you make a sale, you get a poker chip, and then you that you can cash the poker chips in for five bucks a piece or for fifteen minutes of go time. Like you can leave early. I've got I earned thirteen chips on Thursday, so that would probably get me enough time. It's like two or three hours, if I'm doing my math correctly, so I could get out early theoretically and meet you guys and and be there in time. Uh, we'll we'll look into it. Look right. look on Monday, guys. Yeah. Um, Check the Facebook. Uh, uh, so hey, while you're checking Facebook, um, again, if you're listening for the first time, thank you. Um, if you're a long time listener, thank you. Hey, listen, I know that there are a couple hundred people that listen. Um, we would love your iTunes reviews. We would love for you to give us a five star review on iTunes. Um, we would love even better than that is for you to write a review. The more reviews we get, the higher we are ranked, and the more people will listen. So. So please, the best thing you could do for us right now is just give us a give us a five star review, give us a, and and go ahead and like us on Facebook so you can keep track of what we're doing. Um, if you're just listening, if you're just downloading off the website, subscribe so that it just comes right to your to your iPhone. But please give us a review, give us a five star review, um, and uh, stay tuned because this is this is a huge week. Uh, it's exciting. And, and you're gonna be the reason we can't do a double episode now is because I already know I'm posting a second episode this week because we're gonna have to get the next one up pretty freaking quick. So, uh, so, but for now, my name is Jeff. And my name is Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the not safe for work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of endlight entertainment